Hey everybody, welcome to The Daily Boost. It's an honor to be with you guys again. Thanks so much for sticking with me on the road again today, hopefully with God's help. Pray for me that I'll be back um, in normal capacity by tomorrow morning. We've been talking a lot about this idea of being where you are, not allowing the future and the past to get in the way of where you are at this moment. And this really is the pathway in to the life that we're looking for because a lot of what's right in front of us doesn't ever get in because we're just too busy focused on what's around us, what's coming and what happened. And if you were around yesterday, we really try to bring that out. We try to really delve into this concept that Really, the life that we want is the life that we have. It doesn't mean that it's the circumstances that we have. It's that it's the reaction. It's the feeling. It's the potential that we have. What we're looking for is how life feels, not what I have. What I have is only supposed to bring a feeling The food isn't valuable to us because of how it tastes. It's valuable to us because of how it makes us feel. The experiences, the trips, the money, the family. It's not the physicalness of it. It's the resulting feeling of it. But feelings are controlled by our brains. And so if we're living in a space in which the world around us has to be perfect for us to be happy, then we're never going to be happy. If we're living in a space in which tomorrow will never bring worry, we'll never not worry. I noticed this this past few days when a lot of stuff, and maybe with God's help tomorrow, we can talk about it more. A lot of stuff just like, problems and stopped being problems and then became new problems. And I noticed is that every morning there was a whole new set of stuff that I had to think about. There's a whole new set of things that I never anticipated. And as a result, it wasn't like as I solved something, the rest of it went away. It was, I solved something and then something else popped up. Then I solved something and then something else popped up. And then the thing that I thought I needed to solve And what ends up happening is that if I was waiting for the future to be like understood and clear for me to have an empowered morning, I'm not going to have an empowered morning. How many times I speak to somebody and they were like, they're almost like, it's a shame I grew up this way because now the rest of my life is never going to be great. And I'm like, you know, you're 17. Like, are you aware that you're, and you, you know that, right? Like you, you, you get that you like, you, you know, you're 25, the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, I had this background I'm like, wow, my grandparents had, I'm not saying it was easy, but they had a pretty amazing life and family loved by their family, surrounded by their family. So the end of their lives built businesses. Yeah. And what they went through in the Holocaust by 20 was fairly significant. Not that it ever went away, 
but they built not on where they were. If we're waiting for circumstances to make us happy, we're never going to be happy. If we're waiting for, if we, if we're buying what they're selling, which is once you reach this level, once you get this thing, then it ain't going to work. And you're never going to be here because wherever you are, there's always some other problem to solve. There's always some other thing to do on your to-do list. There's always someone else who you're aspiring to become. There's always some other wrong that we've got to reach. And we're never really at a place where we are balanced between ambition and appreciation. So how do we get there? How do we do it? How do we... How do we get to a point where we can be moving in greater directions, where we can be growing, but at the same time, we're here, we're victorious, check out yesterday. So I want to move into a new category today. And this is a really difficult category. This is easy to discuss. And I'm sure as we speak about these ideas, which I'm only going to start to bring up to start now, but as I'm sure as I bring up these ideas, you're going to be like, I heard this, or this sounds right, or this sounds wrong, but it sounds familiar. But don't mistake for one second the familiarness of something, the familiarity of something with the ability to bring it from the mind of I understand it to the heart of I'm living it. And that's really what we're doing here. The real goal of the boost and the reason why it's the way it's structured is not so that we can introduce ideas so that your mind can get them because there'd be a lot more efficient ways of doing this. The reason we have the boost, and for those that have been with us for a while, I hope you see that the reason we do this is because it's not the thing we're talking about. It's the maturation process from the idea into who we are. How do you balance it? How do you balance being able to want to keep on growing, but not get lost in the future? Yeah, I can like sit on a beach and just chill out, man. And like, it's cool and just live for the moment, man. It's awesome. I'm not saying that someone with that accent doesn't have it figured out. Trust me. I've learned in my life that someone's intelligence and the way someone speaks are not necessarily connected. So, but you get the point. Don't worry. Be happy, man. Don't worry, just be happy. That feels like the way you live in this moment. And the rest of us who have lives and stuff and the responsible adults, they're worried about the future and they're constantly thinking and growing. And How do you balance it? How do you balance being moving, being responsible, having things going on in your life? How do you balance it if you have stuff that you're worrying about? What if you wake up in the morning and there's stuff to worry about? How do you balance stuff to worry about with being right here so that I can unlock the greatness inside me? People go through stuff. How do you balance between going through something and moving past it? 
So we're going to begin this tomorrow, but I want to just start today. So today will be a little bit of a shorter boost. But I want to start the process right now because it's the most important thing in the world. If you notice, we're going through these traits. These are spiritual traits. And they interconnect with each other. <clears throat> and each one, even if it sounds like a normal secular idea, it's really the stuff we're talking about is based on spiritual principles. How does one balance the ability to be growing, ambition, zeal, and the ability to be victorious by being fully present? The answer is through a principle called hod. Hod, H-O-D, or in Hebrew, Hevavdalet, hod. Hod is like from the word hodaah, which is to admit or to praise. When a person starts to realize that what is inside them is their most valuable resource, when a person starts to realize that they have the ability to do things that are so beyond what they even themselves think is possible, when a person starts to realize that they're not a plastic bottle, that if it rips, it'll be ripped forever, that they're not a building that if it gets knocked down, it can't get rebuilt unless somebody else comes and rebuilds it. If they are a living, breathing, regenerable, regenerable mechanism that has a resource that is so powerful inside them that can bring out strengths that they can't even appreciate. When a person realizes that they have powers and strengths and opportunities and they really live with it for more than five minutes, something starts to build. And that thing is appreciation. They admit. They acknowledge that there's something great happening to them and around them, that there's something about them, that their life in front of them brings them a lot of blessing that things that they have or that they are is actually better than they thought. Gratitude is not, okay, fine, you need me to say thank you. Gratitude, appreciation is an acknowledgement that the stuff that I have in my life can really bring me incredible amounts of joy. When I lead with gratitude. What I'm doing is not like hooking up the person who gave me something. Gratitude isn't like God needs me to always praise him. Gratitude is the mechanism in which a person could balance ambition with being lost in the moment. Between dealing with what's around him or her and not getting lost in it. When a person leads with gratitude, when a person, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, I just wanted to give you the beginning. When a person leads with 
gratefulness, admission, uh, acknowledgement of the good that's in my life, what happens is he starts or she starts to put into her perspective all the positive things that are happening. They start to bring out within them this perspective that only wants them to do more. It only wants them. A person who is a grateful person wants to live more. They want to experience more. They want to share more. If I am so grateful for the chance to eat this food, I want everyone on the table to eat it. And I want to eat again. If I'm so grateful for my family, then I want to spend time with my family. I mean, I want to help other people build their families. If I'm so grateful for every dollar in my pocket, I just want to be able to share the dollars. And I want to help people get jobs. The thing that I'm grateful for, the thing that I really appreciate, the thing that I acknowledge brings joy into my life, if I am doing it at the right level, I'm not worried about not getting more of it. I'm just happy that I have it. I don't approach something with the already recognized lack of what I don't have next. I am leading with a sense of fullness, which they will only, if it's done properly, and I got this from Rav Noah Weinberg, the founder of Torah, will only then want me to have more such experiences. And so my ambition is not coming from a lack. My ambition is coming from the outgrowth of having. My ambition is coming as a desire to experience more, not an ex- a desire to have an experience to fill up that which is missing. So I can think about the future and I can think about the past, but I'm doing it from a place in which I am lost in both areas that is pulling me from my life. I'm thinking about it from a place of strength. I'm thinking about it from a place in which I am initially grateful and I am present because I know in my core that I want to feel that feeling of gratefulness again. And that feeling of gratefulness comes when I am appreciating that which I have. And I just want to continue on. And in the continuation of that in which I am already, I have to acknowledge that things are imperfect, but I approach it not from a place that it has to work out. I approach it from a place of, I have so much. It's a totally different shift of dealing with things when you already feel like you have and dealing with things from when you don't. Without appreciation, our days are just to-do lists. And I'm never in enough places. And I'm never making it enough. And I have to constantly solve problems to feel good. From place of appreciation, I'm already mostly full. And so I don't have to solve problems. I want to solve problems. And if I don't, I'm still full because I figured out a way to tap into the core, my eternality, and find a way to get filled from there. That's the key. If I can find the well from within me to fill me up, then the world around me is the gravy. And if the world around me is the gravy, then the level of criticalness that my brain always goes to starts to change. I will talk about this. Thanks so much for sticking with it. And uh, I hope, listen, pray for me with God's help. I hope to be able to, to get to you tomorrow. Um, 
in the old, in the, in the, in the normal way. Okay, have a great day. Speak to you tomorrow.